I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives, and I have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Aaron Kula on the line. He's uh, the president of Kula Concert Productions, and he's also a music director and conductor. Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So I'm excited to get into a little bit more about what you're doing. Um, always fun for me to to, uh, to get uh, musically uh, inclined individuals on on the show. Um, it's just a, it's just a lot of fun to to get a glimpse into your world. Um, but before we do that, I want to start a little bit further back. Uh, so how did you get inspired to go into music? Well, I think like most musicians, we start with our families. So uh, I started when I was in uh, second grade or maybe first grade, uh, or even before that, just sitting under a piano while my father was uh, 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 doing music with his choirs, and he was a cantor of synagogues. And so uh, that influenced me, and that started me on the road down music. I wanted to be like my father. Wow. Um, that, that's, it's interesting to see because I, you know, I, I interview people with a lot of different professions, a lot of different angles, and I think a lot, a lot of times some, some of those things are passed down to us. So I talk to an entrepreneur and they're like, well, my dad was an entrepreneur. I talk to somebody else and they're like, it's, it's interesting how these things are passed down. Um, Absolutely. So now, yes. so now obviously, you know, you've had, uh, you know, an extensive career in music as a musician and a lot of different facets. Um, there's some people listening that are maybe graduating college and they're just trying to kind of maybe figure out their way and they, they've been musicians their whole life and now they're trying to figure out like how do they carve out their place in the world for this, especially with all everything that's changing in music and the way it's distributed and the way people, musicians are paid now, all these different things. Um, you know, kind of having the benefit of hindsight, being in the middle of it all now, and uh, maybe having some foresight into where we're going. What kind of advice would you give them um, on kind of keeping that music alive going into their professional career? Well, I've worked with over uh, five or 6,000 uh, students, both pre-college and college-age uh, students. And my advice is uh, as you as you begin to look into the field and what you're going to do post-graduating school is to develop a multi-pronged approach to music. Um, I mean, music in itself is a specialization, so we know that's already specialized, but within music, there are sub-specialization categories, but I suggest that they they don't specialize in one category, like uh, yeah. don't just do classical music. Um, kind of be a little broad in your perspective and your approach. Even though you may not be an expert in each genre, as we call it, really try to be a disciplined musician across subjects. So classical, jazz, Latin, ethnic, folk, American. I mean, I can go on and on, but the point is to try to be as diverse as possible because it's all about making money. It's all about you know enjoying your profession, but also making money, and if you're going to make money, you need to be diversified. I, I, I talk to business students, and I say it's like, uh, or music students, and I say it's like being a business uh, a person. You have to have a diversified portfolio. Same with music. No, I, I love that. I love that approach, and I, I would, I had not known that, and would not have known it. Um, no, that's great stuff. 
Um, so let, let's let's change it up a bit, Aaron. I want to get more into what you're doing over at uh, Kula Concert Productions. Uh, so any any kind of interesting projects or things you care to comment on there? Well, what I did, uh, you know, using business as my model, you know, as my entrepreneur model, I, I Kula Concert Productions is an overarching sort of the umbrella of all the different projects that I do. So uh, under that, I have a, a kind of a multi-genre ethnic jazz folk ensemble called Klezmer Company Jazz Orchestra. And so that's that's a group of musicians where we play everything from Latin jazz to American jazz to um, American folk music. And especially we started as a Klezmer band, which is basically a Jewish folk ensemble. Um, so that's one of my projects. And I, that's been around for 20 years now. So I've pretty much performed with that group all over the country and wow. Canada. And uh, another another subgroup of the Kula Concert Productions is is my work doing uh, uh, Broadway musicals as concerts, and that company is called Broadway in Concerts. So uh, that so I take Broadway standard Broadway musicals. Well, let's take one like Sound of Music, or or uh, Fiddler on the Roof, and I perform them on stage with an orchestra, with the full script and with all the actors, but as a concert without costumes and without sets and without choreography, just as a raw concert. So that's another project that's been very, very successful. And I run a uh, cultural arts festival called Kultur Festival with a K, not a C, Kultur Festival. And I run a festival every year in Boca Raton that is a multicultural arts festival celebrating Jewish heritage. So those are my kind of three big projects that that are running concurrently. Wow. Um, and so you know now that and I I'd be interested to get your take on this. So with the with the change in terms of music and streaming and all these other things that are taking place, what do you kind of see the future of the musician being going forward? Well, that is the sixty-four thousand dollar question. I don't think anybody really knows. And it actually has put it is it's put the music industry in a tailspin, and it's also created opportunity. So I think um, I think it really depends on the individual and and where they're putting their focus. Um, you know, I think you can get money off of streaming, but you know, the truth is, unless you're Britney Spears, unless you're a great star, you know, uh, you know, uh, or Justin Bieber, I think it's hard to make money off of streaming. You know, because you really have to sell what they call, you know, millions of units or individual songs to make money. But, I mean, that is one way to make money. I've not gone that route because really unless you're a superstar, it's hard to get money from that. Um, uh, but I think we, we don't – look, the orchestra business is kind of figuring out how do they reinvent themselves because their audience is dying. Uh, live concerts are trying to figure out how do they keep themselves going. Bands – uh, clubs are are having trouble because uh, they whereas you used to be able to get a lot of what they call club dates, you know, where a band would go into a club. Clubs aren't hiring as much, so it's really hard to know where it's going. Again, I've taken the approach that uh, I'm going to cover as many disciplines as I can and do as many different venues as possible. And sometimes I'm a producer, and sometimes I get hired. I, I think it just depends on where you want to put your effort. 
Yeah, it's it's so it's so interesting. I, I like I like your take on this too, because I and again, because nobody knows. I agree with you. I mean, and uh, not not a loaded question, but I wanted to hear your take on it, because to me, it's it's such a weird place for a musician to be, because at once in one sense, there's such a like a demand also for just content there's so much and you have so much but now monetizing it and making it you know you don't have some of the things like you said the club dates where it would have been like okay you could have banked on a certain income a certain thing from working with a certain promoter so now it's it's just all changed um so it'll be really interesting to see how that what what happens going forward Right, and also we can see it just real quickly in the even in the Broadway industry, the musical shows. Mm-hmm. What, what's happening now is the whereas back in the classical era of Broadway musicals, you know, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, uh, there were orchestras in the pit. Now there are like two or three electric keyboards, and maybe and then maybe three or four or five other instruments. So the pit orchestra has been reduced to like anywhere from eight to maybe ten or twelve people maximum. So you know that's that industry has changed also so the need for pit orchestra musicians has decreased so there's a lot of you know unknown i, I no one really knows we're, we're all just going to have to kind of work our way through this and see where as you said how we could you know turn this into a money-making field while we also enjoy what we do no, that's great so, Aaron, if somebody wants to uh, learn more about you or your music or to connect, what's the best way for them to reach out? So, the uh, best way to reach me directly is to go to my website, www.aaronkula.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-K-U-L-A.com. But they can also go to my band, klezmercompany.com. They'll find me there. They go to Kula Concert uh, Productions. Because what I've done is I wanted to make sure there was multiple access points to me. And that's another, by the way, uh, marketing technique. Make sure there are – you don't know how someone's going to find you. But they can find me by name, by band, by company. Uh, anyway, you really want to make sure there are multiple entry points to who you are and what you do. That's awesome. Well, hey, Aaron, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, sharing your background and some of your tips. Uh, appreciate that. To the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. And Aaron, thanks again for coming on the show.